Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Chewing It. This is Kevin Heffernan on behalf of Steve Lemmy. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we got an amazing guest this week. Uh, the legendary George Went joins us. Of course, uh, Norm on Cheers. He's got his new show uh, on TBS now called Clipped. And um, we sat down with George uh, at the I.O. West uh, at the 13th Annual Los Angeles Improv Comedy Festival. Uh, and uh, we sat down on the stage there to do the podcast in front of an audience. And it was a blast. And I want to thank James Grace, who runs the I.O., West uh, for helping us uh, hook up with George, um, and it was just amazing to shoot the shit with him about his start in Second City and about Cheers and Fletch and his new show Clipped. Uh, just a pleasure to sit down and talk to him. So thank you, James Grace. Thank you, I.O. West. Um, uh, what a great time we had. And let's see. Also, I should tell you that this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. It features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, incredible 24-7 customer support. You just enter the offer code CHEWIN to get 10% off. C-H-E-W-I-N. So go to squarespace.com, enter CHEWIN, and you get 10% off. Building a website can be tough. Even if you know what you're doing, it's hard to get something that looks good. Whether it's for a business site or a portfolio or a restaurant, whatever else, you probably need one. Lucky for us, Squarespace makes it easy to build the websites without breaking a sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, beautiful website templates for you. Not only that, but those templates are part of Squarespace's responsive design, which means your website scales to look great on any device, minimizing your hassles of making a website. Every website you build also comes with a free online store if you need it. You need something minimalistic but powerful? The cover page feature allows you to set up a beautiful one-page online presence in minutes. You cannot beat the ease and simplicity of Squarespace. Squarespace gives you 24-7 online support and a beautiful website for only $8 a month. Wow. You can even get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for the year. So what are you waiting for? Start a trial with no credit card required. Start building your website today. And when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure use the offer code C-H-E-W-I-N, CHEWIN, to get 10% off your first purchase. And that's how you show your support for our podcast. So we thank Squarespace for the support of Chewing It. Squarespace, build it beautiful. All right, everybody. Norm, George Went is up from the stage of the I.O. West at the 13th Annual Los Angeles Improv Comedy Festival. Thank you again, James Grace. Thank you, George Went. Enjoy the chew, everybody. Now entering Nerdist.com. Chew it with a guy named Kevin. Chew it. And this other guy, Steve. Chew it. From the TV and the movies. And now this podcast stream. Chew it. They're gonna get chewy. Chew it. They might even get me. Chew it. But they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. George, that That's song is gonna be stuck in your head for days now. That's the chewing it theme song. Yeah. And when you do it, you have to chew. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. And then we decide what you're chewing. Here, get up get up in there and give us a good solo chew. 
What what are you eating? Do you know? I'm eating uh, Serrano ham. Oh wow, Serrano ham. Okay, nice. I uh, that what a coincidence. I was eating a soprasetta. <laughs> Which is uh, I, I bet you know what it is Being from Chicago Sober said is a, a gourmet uh, Pepperoni salami type thing Oh, thanks for educating yeah. me It's Steve. excellent on, on pizza Yeah I think it's actually A beef thing too, right? I like that I like you called me out Yeah, it's beef <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's meat It's meat It's meat It's meat we yeah. know But yeah. he, I read a thing That George is like A huge meat fan <laughs> Like, I read a thing that, that when you were in Second City, that's what you did. You cooked oh. meat all night long. That's what you yeah, did. well, you know, we didn't get off work till like, 1 in the morning. So, uh, you know, we'd, uh, I, I refused to be denied my, uh, <laughs> my right to barbecue. Sure. Um, you know, just because I got off work super late. And uh, one day my, uh, my wife was in uh, market. And uh, one of our neighbors stopped her and said, Hi, I live, uh, you know, two doors down, and, um, you know, uh, I, I just have to ask you something. Do, do you and your husband burn things at night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, my, he likes the barbecue. At two in the morning? Well, yeah, we work late. You know. In February? Yeah, he's a bit... Uh, it's snowing out. Yeah, yeah, well, that's okay. That's I never forget, time. I saw a, uh, a car, a uh, sedan... You know, filled with like about four, you know, shady looking guys. And uh, the lights were off, and it was cruising very silently and slowly down the alley. And uh, they stopped where I'm out there barbecuing at three in the morning and uh, stopped for about five or ten seconds. And I'm just sort of looking <laughs> at them, and they're looking at me, and then they move on. And, and I, I swear it was a crew. Who had just like, I thought you staked to this place out. Yeah, I didn't know there's a guy going to be out there barbecuing at 3 o'clock. You're the perfect watchdog yeah, yeah. barbecuing at 3 o'clock. They probably the still talk about that, though. He's like, remember the time we robbed that house and that dude was barbecuing on the front lawn? It was probably these actors I know, J.J. Johnston and Jack Wallace, uh, these... Uh, these hoods in yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Were you, now, uh, you were barbecuing on the front lawn? Uh, uh, in a little, wee little back patio that we had. Okay. Yeah. And so, oh, so they were coming, they were cruising the back, the back alley. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I needed Smart. to. The, the association at the apartment, they would uh, dump, because uh, we were renters, mm-hmm. not owners. Yeah. Um, so they, they would dump all the uh, snow from their little whatever you know snow plow right yeah. and they would shove it into my yard and so it'd just be a mountain of snow in my yard right and uh um i had the choice to uh shovel out my my volkswagen mm-hmm. or my <laughs> weber grill <laughs> right. shoveled out the weber grill that's good. Like, yeah right that's no smart. that's the story i read because it was i think it was who was it i think it was jim belushi i was reading yeah. he said he was walking one night and he climbed up that snowbank. Yeah. And he because he saw a glow and he looked over and you were barbecuing at two a.m. in the morning. So he hopped yeah, over and had yeah. a meal with you. Yeah. Uh, Kevin is a big uh, barbecue. He comes from a big uh, uh, storied barbecue family. Huh? Yeah. My dad's out here. He he likes to barbecue too. He's a grill right. man. My He's brother. a well grill man. Chicken. Right? His thing is chicken, but uh, you, he can cook pretty much everything. Yeah. Right. I'm okay with chicken. You're okay. You're more of a beef. Uh, no, more no, beef I guy. do chicken uh, quite a bit. Okay. All right. Let me give uh, my dad some shit about dry chicken. You know. I do not doing a good job. I do not. Yeah. I do not. Yeah. I mean, I'm denying this all the way to the end. No, okay. Big Mike cooks the best chicken on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and when you when you walk in, you know he'll, he he reminds you of that fact, <laughs> and then orders you if you ha- if you don't eat like eight pieces of chicken, 
I mean, he'll stay on you. He'll yeah. stay, he, then you're a dick. It's like you know, like the people who follow you around, like cleaning up after you at a party. He's, he just keeps following you around, making sure you're eating chicken constantly. Eat it. Eat it, eat it. Where it are you delicious. guys from? Well, I'm from Connecticut. He's from New York City. Ah, okay. So, yeah, we yeah. grew up in the snow too. Good. I mean, you know, right? Yeah. Um, wait, before we go too long, we have to introduce. Oh yeah, right, yeah. ladies Great. and gentlemen, our guest today, George Went, star of TV film stage. You know him from Cheers. You know him from Clipped, the new show Clipped, which we'll talk about. On TBS. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, and many other things. And Chicago guy. You're a pure Chicago guy. Indeed. Which is, uh, uh, but you went to, no, wait, you guys have something in common. You had a problem getting out of college. Both of you guys had college oh, problems. Did you, did you drop out? I got kicked out of Notre Dame, but um, <laughs> uh, after my first semester, junior year. But you made a junior year too. He got kicked out in junior year too, right? Uh, no, senior fall. Okay. And I left on my own accord. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah. They always do. At Thanksgiving time. They right? always do. Yeah, I went home. I didn't come back. Yeah. What happened? Did you have problems? Did you have grades problems? Or what do you... Uh... You know, it was just one of those things where uh, I... Uh, okay, freshman year, I was in uh, Pangborn... Or uh, Breen Phillips. Yeah. Sophomore year, I was in Pangborn. These are dorms okay. on campus. Okay. Junior year, I moved off campus mm. into an apartment, and I didn't have a car. I clearly didn't think it through <laughs> how I was going to get to class or anything. Uh I wasn't going to take the bus or hitchhike to sure. class. I don't know what I was going to well, do. Who are you rooming with? Didn't they have a uh, car? Yeah, no, they well, they were, they were up too early. Um, you know, I I just uh, I couldn't hang. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, so the grades went... I didn't go to any uh, classes and uh, didn't go to any exams and got a 0. <laughs> 0. 0.00. 0.00. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really weird. Uh, my story is not too different. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. I was I, I had injured myself uh, right. a couple of days before uh, classes started, mm-hmm. and uh, I severed my Achilles tendon. No way! Yeah, yeah. drunk, drunk. Uh, I was drunk. I was uh, play karate fighting, <laughs> 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 and and that happened. And then so I was on crutches. I had to keep my foot elevated, and we had to go up this thing called Cardiac Hill, which right. is uh, where all the classes are at the top of Cardiac Hill. I just couldn't make it to the classes. You guys all went to college. Yeah, we right? went to Colgate University. Wow. Yeah, upstate New York. Fancy. Not as good of a football yeah. team, though, as Notre Dame, man. Yeah, but there was back in the day, though. Yeah. Well, it was pretty good, yeah. Not, what, yeah. not as many French but they kick, So if they kicked you out of there, yet you're, like, still a huge Notre Dame fan. Shouldn't you be pissed at them? <laughs> but you're still a huge uh, Notre Dame fan, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a Subway alumnus, I guess. Well, you know, I like to call myself an alum, mm-hmm. which is... Um, Four-sevenths of a uh, alumni. <laughs> alumni. Alumnus. Yeah. You almost alumnus. made it. That's what he and, does. Uh, you yeah. know, so uh, that's... Uh... Right. Well, here's the thing. He, we, with him, we went back and did a comedy show in the air recently, and they gave him an honorary degree nice. from the school. Don't you think you... ND should give you that. I'm waiting, you right? know, but I have, they uh, haven't given you an I have a couple degree. of strong platform points. I won't give any money. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. And I'm not going to give any speeches. Okay. My okay. entire platform is, do you really want Regis Philbin to be your guy? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right. That's See, that's the thing. Why not George Wentz? We don't, uh, there are not that many famous uh, Colgate grads or non-grads uh, <laughs> even. So, like, if you go to the Colgate website, we are actually listed as the five famous. <laughs> it says. No, it's us and Andy Rooney. Yeah. Andy Rooney was a. Surely Colgate there's, guy. like, Revolutionary War guys. <laughs> yeah, right? maybe. I don't know. George Pappard actually uh, is wow. a Colgate guy. Did George Pappard go to Colgate? Okay. He did. I'm telling uh, you. He did. Yeah. Have you seen Breakfast at Tiffany's lately? Uh, no. No, sir. Yeah. 
things. Yeah, here's a funny story. Amazing. That guy, that guy is seriously – he's as good-looking as Audrey Hepburn. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. 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 And no, that's good-looking. Good well, we, we, my brother recently got married, and he married an Asian woman. And their, her, their favorite movie is Breakfast at Tiffany's. And so we had the, we had the reception. Oh, yeah, we had the reception. And so what they thought they would do – and I don't know who thought this through – but they would you know, broadcast it on the wall behind, just playing during the wedding reception. And the, when those Mickey Rooney scenes came up, where you, know, he, you can't get away with that shit anymore, right? You can't do that these days. But when those Mickey Rooney scenes came up, it, it was very uncomfortable. Very sure. uncomfortable. Yeah. Sure. Was but, anybody yeah. laughing? No, but Soder, one of our other guys, was cringing, knowing what scene was coming. He's like, holy shit, I hope the father of the bride is not giving his speech while that thing's going on in the thing. Yeah. You know I, I, I mean? forgot I had to leave early from that wedding because my, yeah. uh, my one-year-old was, uh, was getting cranky. Yeah. Well, the alternate version of leaving Notre Dame was that uh, Coach Parsegian called me into his office and told me that, <laughs> that, I, really? that I had pretty much taken drinking, uh, sitting at a bar stool and drinking beer as far as I could on an amateur basis. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. It's right. ti- time to move on Did to you the, play? the professional. Did you play at Notre Dame? Oh, God, no. But even as a freshman? No. No. Come on, why? Me? I didn't it's even a... play in high school. Oh, you didn't? Okay. That shit is gnarly. Okay, yeah. I didn't know. I you didn't get know. hit. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure, yeah, I know. It's but it's not like, like those guys lifted weights back then, you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Right? They didn't have steroids back then. <laughs> well, your, your dad played college football at he Colgate. He did. Right, he played at Colgate. Right. We're just going to keep talking about your dad. Kevin's dad is here. <laughs> You're a legacy at Colgate. I was. That's how I got in. See, I was a legacy at Notre Dame. Were you? That's your dad was? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. How did your dad feel about you dropping out? Well, there's this old Second City scene with Joe Flaherty and, and uh, Harold Ramis, you know, it's like, uh, uh, what happened? You know, as well, there was this party, and then everybody went to Denver. And that was my, what I told my dad. And it's true. I mean, we, uh, I drove to Denver in the back, in the, in the boot of a Triumph, a little, uh, okay. a little sports car with yeah. two other guys. We call that John Glenn. You ride John Glenn. Yeah. In the back. Yeah. 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 And uh, those two guys, one guy's a brain surgeon, for real, <laughs> uh-huh. and the other guy is an ear, nose, and throat surgeon. Okay. So you and I, and I, you know. Yeah. You're on Clipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Smart guys. So you went with them to... Uh... Yeah, and then I, I missed everything after that. So. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I did, I did promise my... Uh, Poor, dear, departed father, George Went, class of 43, okay. that I would go back and get my degree, but uh, I've reapplied it. every year since, and <laughs> apparently I'm no longer Notre Dame material. I don't you know what... You can do it. You can still do yeah. it. They you still can go do it. it. Well, that's, you have to do what I did to get the honorary degree. Right. That was, I just badgered uh, Colgate, and then the, the 20 administrators showed up with a signed uh, diploma, which, you know, as I looked at it... I, I, you know, I finally asked the obvious question was like, is this the signature of the actual dean of the college? And they said, uh, no, it's not. I was like, so is this, is this bullshit? And they said, yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> so I have a fake honorary. So you, you didn't have to give any money or a speech or anything like that? You did a stand-up no. show. That's all you had to do, stand-up. We, We've been there. We've gone a few times to do freshman orientation, and sure. uh, we've screened uh, several of our films there. So I, yeah. I've given back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've given uh, speeches at, uh, like, pep rallies yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, else yeah. Um, we're, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Second City because we're on the stage here. Mm-hmm. We haven't announced this yet. We're doing a, a live podcast here on the stage of the I.O. West, and uh, this is for the L.A. Uh, County I'm going to get it wrong. Improv Comedy Festival, the L.A. Improv Comedy Festival, 13th mm-hmm. annual. And, um, and uh, the I.O. was kind of started by Dull Close and kind of a spinoff 
from Second City. And you, you were probably at Second City when Del Close was there, right? You guys were... Cons- <laughs> Was I mean, he, he was a little ahead of you, probably, right? Or? Del Coast was our uh, resident director the entire six years I was there. Yeah. Okay. And uh, um, David Shepard was involved in the genesis of Improv Olympic as well. Okay. Um, yeah. And that was spun off from, from Second City, where people were doing impro- uh, pure improv? Or uh, I don't know. Well, Del Close was a pretty seminal guy in, oh, in yeah. Second City. Yes, yes, right? yes. He, yeah, was yeah. Our, he was our, uh, our mentor. Yeah. And you were there in like seventy four, no, yes, or? yes, seventy four till eighty. Okay, I mean those are some pretty big years at Second City. This is when all the you know everyone came out of it then. You know, Akron, uh, Belushi, well, yeah, and they were just Bill before Murray me, and, but yeah, and all those guys were there then, right? Joe Flaherty, and just and right before Eugene me, Levy. Yeah. Who who was in your group? Uh, Tim Kesarinski, yeah, uh, Mary Gross, yeah, uh, uh, Danny Breen, Bruce Jarko. Uh, uh, I met my wife there, Bernadette. There you go. Uh, Bernadette Burkett. She, uh, she was an improviser? Yeah. How did you end still up going is. How did you do it? How did you end up going to Second City? Because the thing that I think about it today, and they do it at the I.O., you know, it's, it's a very kind of structured thing these days where yeah. people, I think people come to these places now with the idea of I'm going to get on TV. That's why I'm going to do yeah. it. Yeah. And I feel like it probably wasn't that way when you were there where no. it was like, no. hey, we're going to go put some shows on, right? No, the, yeah. For me, it was just uh, – I tried to think of. Uh, I really wanted to do uh, something for the rest of my life that I wouldn't hate, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I tried to think of things that I wouldn't hate. Yeah, and uh, I literally drew a list. You know, teacher, no, I'd hate that. Sales, I'd hate that. Cowboy, <laughs> no. Fireman, no. Uh, doctor, out of the question. So I thought, and then I remembered going to see Second City, and uh, the first group I saw was. Uh, uh, these guys, they were uh, a bit older. They were uh, Peter Boyle and um, yeah, sure. Bert Heyman and Martin Harvey Freeberg and Murphy Dunn. And, and was that guys. late 60s then or was that uh, late 60s? Late right? 60s, yeah. 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 And then uh, all of a sudden after that, somehow I went back to Second City. And even though I thought those guys were very funny and clever and, you know, admirable show, you know, it, it was a little distant from me. And, okay. Uh, you know. Well, was it like political satire? Is that, or yeah. was it more uh, in that yes. world? Or, okay. It was political satire. It was yeah. just more or less like it is now. Okay. But uh, I just couldn't identify so much with the guys. Uh, I mean, I thought they were great. Yeah. But all of a sudden I go back, and it's Brian Doyle Murray and yeah. Harold Ramis and Joe Flaherty and John Belushi, Jim Fisher, uh, Eugenie Ross Lemming, Judy Morgan. And all of a sudden it was like, whoa, these are my peeps. Right, yeah, right. You know, and uh, so uh, I really wanted to uh, join in the fun. Yeah. And, and so I call up the box office at Second City <laughs> and I inquire about workshops. And uh, they sent me a flyer uh, in the mail. Did they have uh, a lot of classes then or was it uh, just 13 four? weeks, 85 bucks. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, to meet with uh, Josephine Forsberg. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, I think it was Tuesday nights from 6 to 8. The show was at 9. Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> no, you know, we could, uh, you know, they'd clear the house. and So 6 to 8. And, uh, you know, I just really had fun with the, the workshop. And, and uh, after a while, Josephine, uh, after a couple of months, Josephine said, hey, I think you might be ready for the children's show. <laughs> and, and I was like, wow, all right, because they played right on stage, you know, in Second City. I thought, this is amazing. Yeah. And uh, she said, yeah, show up uh, 
Sunday, show up at 1130. And, uh, and I go, okay, cool. Isn't the show? I thought it was more like 230. They go, yeah, yeah, but just show up at 1130. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, this is I'm why I dropped out of college. <laughs> I'm ringing the doorbell, you know, and, uh, and uh, <laughs> finally Josephine uh, answers the door and uh, she hands me a, a broom and a, and a dustpan. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, oh, what's up with this? She goes, welcome to the theater, kid. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, you had to sweep the floor, huh? I did, you know, because the porter didn't come in until, uh, you know, later, way later in the day. Too. Yeah. So it was, it was filled with cigarette butts and dirty ashtrays and, um, <laughs> you know, cocktail glasses. So I had to bust the room, basically, right. and sweep up all the cigarette butts. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was your intro. That was, was my intro. It's yeah, we were like, "What the hell am I doing?" Yeah, here? Jesus. and so and that, then, then I got to, uh, you know, my I stayed in the workshops and, uh, you know, made some cool friends. Brandon Tartikoff. Yeah, uh, was he was, a Second City? He performer? was in my workshop. Oh, he really? was my, my best friend in the workshop. It was crazy. And he was involved in Cheers, right? Later on, or was he, he was he, he was, was head of NBC. Of NBC yeah. at that time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So very involved in Cheers. Yeah. Um, but uh, and uh, now at the same time though, like wasn't that around the same time the Toronto uh, yeah. thing opened? Was it that they sucked uh, people from you guys up in Toronto or? Yeah, yeah. They was they, it like competition um, or? Uh, you know, I just saw Joe Flaherty talk about this. Uh, yeah. Jennifer Candy has a, a like a talk show format thing now. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. and uh, she had Joe Flaherty on, and he he talked about um, uh, his. You know, experience um, going up to Toronto, and he and Brian yeah. Murray volunteered to go up to Toronto to teach and, the people up there how to yeah, start the theater. Yeah, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. The Canadians, the yeah. Canadians, yeah. yeah. And they were, you know, so funny. I mean, good lord! But that was you had John Candy up there, and Candy and Aykroyd and, and Marty Short yeah. and Catherine and Andrea. It's crazy. And did uh, you guys have that thing Eugene. where, like, uh, oh, Eugene Levy? Yeah, yeah. Like, it seems like. Uh, Chicago people and, and Canadian people are the ones who claim to be the funniest people in, in North America. <laughs> well, I, I would have to vote for Canadians. Um, we, we, when I was there, you know, with Dell Close and uh, Bernie Sullins uh, and Fred Kaz, all three of them have passed on. They kept us uh, in that kind of um, somewhat... Uh, intellectual yeah. uh, vein, you know. So we're always doing scenes about Socrates and shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And meanwhile, you know, Marty Short's got his hair a foot high above <laughs> right. his head. Audiences are peeing their pants, literally. Yeah. It's crazy, you know. Um, so we were never that funny. We were, we were more <laughs> were uh, thoughtful. Did you go up to Toronto at that time? And yeah, we did, a, we did a swap, uh, a cast swap. I was up, went up there for six weeks and they hated us. Did they really? Why? Because they were used to the other guys? Is that what they I don't know. They just, you know, the Canadians were the darlings. They were just a really super talented group. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, a lot of those guys, were, you know, end up doing SCTV. Yeah. Dave Thomas yes, and, yes. and those guys like that, you know. It's, yeah. And it so when you say, when they, you say they hated you, what did they do? Like, did they throw? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It wasn't that they, bad. It's just that, um, you know. They threw poutine at them. No, we were mm-hmm. fine. We, we were uh, representative. Go home, but, uh, you know, the Canadians came to Chicago and everybody went gaga in Chicago over the Canadians. Yeah. yeah. Was, it, was it improv a lot in those days or was it no. scripted? No. It was, uh, it was scripted. I mean, you developed the shows through improv. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it was all scripted. I mean, we might throw a game in or something. And then you'd do improv after, you know, you'd do like yeah, yeah. about a 45 minutes to an hour set. 
after the show. Okay. And now, at that time, those were when those guys started leaving to go do these TV shows in Saturday. When I was getting big, was that mm. culture for you guys at Second City? Like, we got to do that. We got to go do this, sh- you know. Well, that's what opened the door for, uh, for the likes of uh, me and uh, my cohorts yeah. was, uh, you know, the, the mass defections to the coast. So you got to move up. But yeah. I, I read somewhere that there was one point where, I don't know, did you do something wrong or something and you got busted down? Yeah, to, I got to, fired. <laughs> you did? To, I got to, fired to the for... company or something? Or? Yeah, for sucking, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what? Sucking out loud. As, uh, um, but, um, yeah, Bernie and Joyce called me in and to the office and just said they thought I was playing it too safe. And, uh, you know, I sort of was. Yeah. I, I don't disagree. And I, I think it was a, a real nice... Uh, you know, punch in the gut for me, a real turning point, really, to re-dedicate re, uh, myself. And you I, had to work yourself just, up again? To the- yeah, because I had a pretty uh, smooth, easy easy path uh, to the resident company. Um, you know, a year in the workshops, a year in the touring company, boom, I'm in the resident company for yeah. a year. And, I, you know, I, it was okay. You know, I mean, I, I wasn't embarrassing up there, but I was immature. I didn't really have my comic voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so they sent me back down to the touring company where I met my wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it all works out. And, and we, we had a lot of work. leagues, met the wife, and then went back up to the pros. Yeah, we, we had a lot of work. You know, we, uh, we, uh, Joyce had this gig uh, at Ravinia where the Chicago Symphony would play. Uh-huh. And Doing what? We, what? Was she singing? Or? No, we... Uh, no, we would do a Second City oh, set oh, okay. after the... Uh, uh, Ravinia is a beautiful setting and everything, but uh, it's quite congested, and so traffic would be uh, really tough after the after yeah. the symphony. And uh, there would be trains running, you know, to downtown. And uh, so for people to who, who were waiting for a train or people who were waiting for traffic to die down, we would do like a 45-minute Second City set after the symphony, or as Joyce liked to put it, the Chicago Symphony opened for us. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so you did that for a couple of years, and then, and then you know, you had some TV stuff, like a few parts on, like, MASH and Taxi and Boom Boom, and then Cheers hits in the early 80s. Yeah. Right? Like, what, like was that an audition that you went in for? Because yeah. I read that, that, jo- that Norm wasn't necessarily in the pilot script that much, and they kind of blew, they kind of made the part bigger. Yeah. Did you just go in for a straight audition for that? Yeah, I did. Um it was uh, it was uh, one word, one line, one word, one syllable. Uh, can you guess what my word was? Uh, I'm going to say beer. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. You spend the night before like looking at yourself in the mirror, like different ways to say <laughs> beer, you know? Beer, beer, beer. But it's... Uh, it's funny though because like in the uh, pilot of of Cheers, which I happen to have. Uh, oh my gosh! Right this here. is the thing. Lemmy has a hard on. He that's his favorite pilot. Every time we're in a writing meeting together, he's like, "Well, in the pilot of Cheers, what they did here was it, da, da, da. It's a perfect pilot. I know. It's a perfect pilot episode. And uh, the, we uh, make fun of him now because he always references the pilot of Cheers in our writing meetings. Yeah, and I, I do. I say, okay, look, fellas, I know you know what I'm about to say, <laughs> but. <laughs> in Cheers, yeah. uh, but Norm, I mean, you're like this is a much different character, uh, kind yeah. of than he ultimately turned out to be. Yeah, well, um, the casting director, the late Stephen Kolzak, he uh, catches me in the room. He says, "You know, this is too, um, you know, beer. That's just not enough to audition with." <laughs> right. And uh, and so, uh, why don't you here read this other role? And it was the character named George. Mm-hmm. 
and he was the guy who uh, just wanted one more and was not going to leave. And so uh, I read that, and that went well. And um, I, you know, find out that they they want me for that. And, no, but that, I wasn't part, available. Was that part in the pilot? Yeah, was it was okay. in the pilot. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. But I wasn't available because I was uh, tied up to this other show called Making the Grade, which was uh, Gary David Goldberg's okay. show. Yeah. Uh, but it... Uh, it was also Paramount. So Paramount was cool with me doing both. Okay. Uh, but uh, CBS was not cool with me doing both. So um, so I, I just sort of did the Cheers uh, gig as a guest on the pilot. Okay. So and they didn't know that you were going to turn into what you turned into at that point? Probably not. Yeah. And, but, for, both, uh, and for you and, uh, and John, right? Uh, well, John had a better story. He he went in from that same role, George. Uh, okay, all right. And uh, yeah, you've heard this probably because uh, I repeat it every time I'm asked. Yeah. Um, I probably talk about it more than John. <laughs> he uh, goes in and and they say uh, great, and you know he can tell it's not going well, and uh, he says, "Well, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks." And um, literally, I know we overused the word literally, but he literally had one foot out the door, pops his head back in, and said, "Do you have a bar know it all?" And they go, uh, no, what do you mean? And he starts improvising in this character that became Cliff. And uh, they wrote it in. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, it's so, in here. His, uh, really, his big line is about the sweat glands and how uh, yeah. women uh, have less, fewer sweat glands than men, but they're actually bigger than men's. And so women are sweatier uh, creatures. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's but, amazing that, the, not, that neither of those guys were, were a big part of the original you know, pitch of the show then, right? Well, and, let me tell you came, something about the... Um, pilot episode of, uh, of Cheers. <laughs> uh, that's it. It's, you know, Cliff has, I think, like one or two lines. Right. And, and Norm's character is the guy that he, he keeps saying, I'm just going to have one more beer. And then by the end of it, he's hammered. You're hammered. Right. Yeah. And, uh, like, they have to uh, carry him out of the bar. <laughs> right. and, and he's like, all right, where are we going for our next beer? And who's driving? Mm-hmm. And all that kind of You're like, the dude's fucked up. He's, he's, he's yeah. passed out on the bar, and, and he, he, he stopped being that guy. Then you, yeah, we just uh, thought that would be not... Be limiting. Not, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so then I find out just about a year ago, I find out, I met uh, Glenn Charles, Les Charles, and Jim Broser yeah. doing a symposium at uh, UCSB, <clears throat> and they invited me to come on but about halfway through the program as uh, sort of a surprise. And uh, so I'm standing in the wing, listening, because I love hearing those guys. They're just so witty and funny. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, somebody asked, hey, did you have uh, people in mind when you wrote this show? And uh, they go, oh, God, no. We, oh, we went through every actor in town for, for uh, Sam and Diane. We yeah. took months and months casting before we finally you know, settled on Ted and Shelley. And then they go, but um, Rhea, yeah, we had Rhea in mind, and George. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? And uh, now I find this out, you know, they, after they, all these years. Yeah. But that makes sense, though, because if, they, ex- if the, they expanded the part into what it was, and it wasn't like that before, it was because they liked you. Also, also they the, wanted you. No, also, the character was, they wrote it. Yeah, as, as George. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, as yeah. George. And they changed it to Norm after I was cast. And Why would they do that? Why'd they change it? Um, <laughs> uh, but 
you know, it was just a... Uh, but that's kind of interesting, because like, if you went in and for that audition, you get that role... I'm glad I didn't know, because I yeah. think I would have plotted somehow, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I'm thinking, like, then you think, oh, this is just a, a smaller part in a TV show. Little did you know that, you know? Yeah, no. He was a, there were three characters there on every single episode of Cheers, and he's one of them. 275 episodes or something like that? Yeah. It was Sam and, and well, Rhea Perlman. Rhea. And, yeah, and you. But they weren't. They didn't answer the bell every uh, show. I did. <laughs> I'm the only one because uh, Rhea had a couple of kids during it. You yeah, know, and missed a couple of uh, shoots. But we shot around her, but cut her into the show. You right. know, that kind of thing. And Ted was shooting some movie in Africa, and uh, you know, so we shot around him for a couple of weeks and weaseled him. In right. The, so into you the literally are the only one who was, who was there so. every single. And how how much beer would you say? Did you drink real beer ever? It's maybe during pickups at the end of the evening. Because mm-hmm. I mean, your character is typically slamming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So is yeah. it fake beer or? Uh... Yeah, no, no, call it beer. This is a question that uh, people ask people us because we made. But beer that's the funny thing. Also, is like I was talking to my brother, and he was ta- telling me a story. He was in years ago. He was in some bar in New York City, and you walked in, and of course everyone you walk in, everyone's like, "No, me!" And that's when everyone yells and whatever. And, and now he hangs out with us when we go to these bars after we made this movie Beer Fest and everyone wants to everywhere we go everyone wants to chug a beer with us <laughs> everyone wants to chug a beer with us everyone, everyone, everyone so be careful what you wish for right but I mean that's you know you created a character now where that's you became that guy I know you're, I love, you're, I the, love uh, you're the consummate beer drinker of America I love the uh, winter months you know uh, I'm not so recognizable anymore because you know, I'm oh, way bullshit. older. You are too. You are too. All right. Well, um, <laughs> but in the winter months, I would love it in New York because uh, you know I could be completely undercover with like a scarf across <laughs> my face, a hood, you know, a hat, and a big jacket, and and uh, so I would just be completely incognito on the street, and then I'd walk into a bar, and it'd be like. Off with the jacket, off with the hood, the hat, the scarf, <laughs> and all of a sudden, my liege! It was like King Arthur returning from the Crusades. Like, oh, they're all down on their knees. And then you never had to pay for a beer. Never had to pay for a beer. Uh, right? I, I pay for my share of beers. But, but did you uh, feel pressure? Because, like, Norm always walked in and had a great zinger uh, on his way to the bar. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, as you're learning, I, I, uh, I'm just George, I do God. much better with, um, <laughs> you know, famous Hollywood writers. Uh, I was reading also the interesting thing to me was that that show was about to get canceled after the first season. Mm-hmm. Like they were because the ratings were, were so we were last, that, last yeah, place. and they were going to cancel it. Did you yeah. think that you were done? I didn't know they. You know, I didn't think they were really going to cancel it because uh, Grant Tinker was uh, actually the brand new chairman of the network right uh and he he was uh, brandon's uh, superior yeah. and his philosophy was look nbc has been in the last place for 10 years we're tired of the cycle of develop cancel develop cancel and still coming in last so he just made, he made commitments to uh what he considered to be quality shows and he had that um that mandate from the shareholders, you know, yeah. uh, to uh, do whatever he wanted, basically. And, and so he uh, he put shows that he believed in on the air and left them there until the audience yeah. found them. And, you know, what happened with us is uh, Cosby right. they came, been eight uh, you know, started at 8 o'clock <laughs> in our third season. Yeah. And uh, he was a smash right out of the box. And, and so, so you guys were slotted at 9, and yeah, you guys just caught the wave of that, you felt the like? The whole or? night uh, just, you know, was 
really a result of Cosby's tremendous popularity. Well, you guys lasted longer. I mean, you guys... Uh, yeah. Did we? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I think you guys were 11 years, right? 11 yeah. years? And you guys also, I mean, spawned a lot of uh, spin-off series. I, I, I was noticing that, like, uh, that the character Norm actually appeared... Like, you were credited as the character Norm in uh, at least eight other TV shows. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like let's see, St. Elsewhere? You were, Norm? Yeah. Right. was in St. Elsewhere. Yeah. Right. yeah. The Norm shows up at St. Elsewhere. We yeah. don't think the clipped guys ought to go into Cheers. <laughs> they should. I should run they into should. my doppelganger. It's in Boston, you know, like, right? Yeah. yeah. Does the Cheers bar ever uh, have you uh, come back? Once in a while for some event, uh, they'll invite me back. And, and, when did, and, like, have you drink a beer or something? <laughs> Chug a beer. Yeah. Throw a zinger out? Yeah. Yeah. When did you guys know? If it, if it was the ratings were so bad that first year, when did you know that it was, it was going to be huge? Like, well, you know, that first year, even though the ratings were abysmal, we uh, kind of swept the Emmys. We, yeah. we won uh, Best Comedy, Best Writing, Best Directing, and Shelley won for Best Actress, and I believe Rhea won for Best Supporting Actress. So then you knew that you had the critics, certainly. Yeah. 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 And you, Shelley Long was was a contemporary of yours at Second City too, right? Yes. Wasn't she there? Yes. Did you she know was. her then? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're like, oh great, my friend Shelley Long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys do any improv in that show, or was it more? Yeah. It was all script. It was all scripted. Um, you know, uh, <clears throat> Ratzenberger, he he would like to throw in a little something, but uh, it was pretty rare. Yeah. And did you enjoy the? Uh, I mean, you know that now we've got this whole movement trending towards single camera TV shows. Yeah, I know clipped as, as multi cam. Yeah, I've always felt like I, I feel like I'm in the minority. I always feel like the multi camera shows were better because you're performing in front of the audience, and so there yeah. was a, there actually was a, a a need to provide funny jokes, and so yeah. uh, people were actually laughing, which meant people at, the, at home were laughing. Yeah, and you also had the rewrite process that really isn't um, afforded the uh, single camera shows. They they need to uh, lock into a script, and you know they might tweak here and there, but you know uh, multi cam shows get rewritten every night after a run through, so they get like five cracks at it. Yeah. The writers and um, Just pack it with jokes. Yeah, yeah. it's like stand up comedy and even yeah. sketch comedy. You know what's working, you know what's not. Yeah. But like uh, the other thing I was looking at, also interesting was you know like of the 270 shows, James Burroughs directed like 240 something of them, mm. right? But you directed one. Yeah. What? What? what which? Where? What season did you fall in that you directed one? I don't know. Uh, and how'd that happen? Uh, Burroughs got pneumonia, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and they asked me to fill in. And uh, um, had you ever directed anything? No, before? no. And uh, it was really fun to work with the cast. Um, but, uh, they didn't throw was, you to the wolves? It, it, well, the, the machinery was in place, uh, <laughs> you know, in terms of the technical stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I've spent hours and hours blocking it in my head and writing it all down. Yeah. And, uh, and so I, I come in the first day of camera blocking and I go, uh, okay, uh, A camera, uh, I want you to get uh, the over here. And uh, B, I'd like you to get the master. And uh, C, I'd like you to get the over here and uh, X uh, uh, you shoot down the line of the park and uh, they all look at me like I'm and so the technical you know the camera camera coordinator calls me over and goes uh, you know you're probably going to want 
matching <laughs> overs. Uh, if, you're, if you're shooting an over from this angle and from this angle, that's not going to look good. You want the overs to be from these two cameras. And I went, oh, right. Well, with that, it was, an, it was a house of cards. Everything, it was like dominoes. Everything that I had spent hours and hours, days even, uh, was all wrong. So I had to do it on the fly. And, uh, you know, and, and I go, okay, um, B camera, I'd like you to, and then the, the guy would just look at me and show me his shot. And I go, yes, that's what I want. <laughs> they, they knew exactly what everything was. And, and, and what were the other cast members doing? Were they giving you a hard time? No, yeah, they were fine. No. Because mm-hmm. when we did it, we... Well, they we, were kind of looking at their watches, you know, like a, a 12 did, hours uh, of camera block. When we did our movies, one of our other guys, Jay Chandersecker, directs a bunch of them. And then the last one I directed, and it was the same situation where you're kind of like... You, you also kind of realize that uh, the... There's so many more things that you need to be thinking about and doing when you're directing that the grab ass that you have on the set with your friends, you can't do that anymore. You know what I mean? You have to start thinking. And then you look over in the corner and you see them talking and think they're talking about you and the shitty job you're doing. Mm -hmm. And we are. And you are. And that's what you are talking about. Yeah. What was the episode about? Do you remember? I'm sorry. The one you directed? What was it about? Oh, yeah. It was, um, uh, it was, it had stunts and everything. It was stunts in the bar? Yeah. And it was fear of flying. Uh, Rhea. Had fear of flying, and Fraser tried to uh, send her to on an airplane to, um, to simulate, uh, you know, flight. And also, there was a, a big brawl. Um, Eddie, something, Jay Thomas, the yeah, uh, right, played his the wife, shock right, jock, wife, Jay right. Thomas, um, played her husband, yeah. and uh, he was in the ice capades, and a hockey brawl broke yeah. out. So I had to stage like a big ass stunt yeah. fight, you yeah. know, like you know, stuntman. Or is he a, was that the penguin suit? He, was he played for the Bruins. Not? Yeah, yeah, right? he was. Yeah. yeah, he played for the Bruins. Yeah. And, but he was now in the ice capades, <laughs> and so it was an ice capades <laughs> stunt. And um, I also had another stunt. Kirsty, I had her leap over the bar to this to greet this restaurant critic with a stuntman trampoline, you know. But we hired a stunt woman to do. Yeah, yeah. Was there ever concern, like, when, as, a, as those cast members were turning over, like, people were leaving, that it was going to shut down? You know, like, when Shelley left. Well, I mean, when Coach yeah, left, yeah. I mean, obviously he died. Yeah, is, yeah. But I mean, was there ever that fear, like, oh, Shelley's leaving, that's it? Or did you know you would continue on? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was a little weird when Shelley left, but um, it was probably a, you know, blessing in disguise yeah. in, in the sense that, you know, romantic comedy, it really, there was nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All it could do was become a domestic comedy at that point right. with them together. And uh, they didn't want to do that. But it seemed like the people that kept coming in, like when Woody Harrelson came in and yeah. Christian yeah. Alley and Frazier. Yeah, and it was such a drag. When Nick died, it was just awful. That, you know, none of us, we were all rather young at the time, and we just couldn't believe it. You yeah. Know, that he, Anyway, and that was in the off season he died, right? Like yeah, between, like season yeah, three or something like that. Right or? towards the end of the season. Yeah. Did you haze the new guy when Woody came in? Did you? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I met him the night before I was audition, and uh, I was at Gelson's, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I noticed these two young guys uh, staring at me and pointing at me and sort of giggling and. And one's pushing the other one over towards me, and the other one's like, shut up, get out of here. And, and, uh, and it was kind of, sadly, I was sort of used to that kind of behavior yeah, at sure. that point. Yeah. And uh, um, so then eventually this one comes over and he goes, hey, I just wanted to say hi. Uh, I'm, 
I'm auditioning for your show tomorrow uh, to be the new bartender. And I said, oh, that's great. That's amazing. Uh, cool. Uh, well, good luck with that. And he goes, yeah, thanks, thanks. And uh, I said, what's your name? And uh, he goes, Woody. Uh, and I said, oh, and I knew that the character's name was Woody, right? Yeah. And so I went, no, 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 not the character. What's your name? And he goes, Woody. <laughs> and it's like, all right, I think I might be seeing you tomorrow, I think. Uh, and, uh, you may have already auditioned for that. Yeah. Uh, it comes down to. Yeah. Was he a big pot smoker uh, on, uh, Wood? on Cheers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, so was Ted. Sneaking out of the Paramount Me. lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys under the Paramount. No, we'd do it right there. We'd... In the bar? No, just upstairs, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. in the dressing rooms and green room and you know, we used to uh, worry about Paramount Security because they were always around. And, and then after a, a while, it dawned on us that they were there to protect us. Yeah, they're not kicking from, you out, man. No, they're not. <laughs> they, so, yeah. so uh, yeah, no, there was a lot of weed on the set and in the writer's room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, okay, so no hazing practices, though. You didn't uh, give uh, Woody House on a wedgie or... <laughs> No, but he uh, he upped the uh, the juvenile ante. You know, we were all um, in our early thirties, and uh, Wood was probably uh, early twenties. And so he, you know, he was really just—he was an imp. You know, he was he was a gamer, and uh, you know, water fights. You know, I mean, just he would just go immediately. He would go <laughs> nuclear. You know, with his revenge. And uh, he was psyched though. He walked into a show that was a big hit, right? Yeah. Well, I guess the legend was he walked into uh, the room, and uh, he, uh, before he said hello or anything, he just uh, pulled out a hanky and blew his nose, and they just they just fell in love with that. I don't know. That why. was in his audition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? He yeah. made a choice, Kev. I guess so. No, I don't I think. I think his nose was running, and he he just blew it. <laughs> You know, but um, they they were probably like, what kind of actor walks into a room and, you know, yeah. honks this big loogie into a, into a hanky? I got to do that shit, man. You do? The hell? I didn't even think about doing something like that. Well, I remember reading about him, you know, and, and uh, it turns out he was, he was a trained actor. He'd been in the lead in all of his uh, college plays and uh, yeah. he'd done something like 120 plays. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and so... Because I actually, he was so good, I just, I was like, wow, where did they find a guy that dumb to like, <laughs> who could do the lines? And, you know, it yeah. turned out he was just excellent. Yeah. So he might, I think he made a choice. I guess Perhaps, he, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. He's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, another classic thing you were in was uh, Fletch, yeah. um, which was right before Cheers. That's him. No, but it, no, it was during, right? during the, it was uh, during? maybe during the first hiatus, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah, that was something my friends and I, uh, we just quoted Fletch relentlessly yeah. Yeah. in Fat Sam's line. You know, like, free junk is all I get is free junk. <laughs> uh, was, how, how was that as an experience to make that, that You shoot film? that here on the beach? In the, yeah, in yeah, Santa Monica, Santa Monica Pier, yeah. Um, it was a blast. Um, you know, Chevy was uh, in rare form, and um, I'll never forget rehearsing with him. Um, he liked to rehearse as if we were a couple of uh, guys uh, sitting next to each other in stalls in a public uh, bathroom. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of be like, hey, oh, Sam, Sam, listen, I need, oh, oh, I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. 
<laughs> yeah, Fletch. Yeah, you know, so go through like pages of dialogue. Uh, that's actually how we've rehearsed. Uh, <laughs> <of the business. laughs> yeah, right. <coughs> uh, that's how we found the voice for Fat Sam, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, right. the grunting I, voice. Yeah. I do remember. Here's a little a little uh, story on the beer fest. Uh, yeah. Kevin and I were sharing a, a two banger uh, trailer, <laughs> and uh, lunch break one time, I went in to you know to go relieve myself, and I was sitting on the toilet, and uh, I heard the door in Kevin's trailer, you know, his half of the trailer open, and then I heard the bathroom door open, and uh, I could hear, like, through the wall, like, the, the belt being undone and everything. I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And I, remember, uh, I could tell when he sat down on the toilet, because my toilet lifted up <laughs> a little bit higher. My, my feet were no longer on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those two I think I said down. hi to you through, I think I banged yeah. on the wall and said hi to you <laughs> Get off the toilet yeah. um, Let's talk about Clipped a little bit yeah. uh, uh, It's on TBS on Tuesday nights Yep And uh, you're back in the multicam mm-hmm. And uh, set at a barbershop in Boston And you own the barbershop No, I, I did And oh. I, I sold it to this kid To pay off a gambling debt Okay, but you still work You work. Yeah, there, yeah, okay. my proviso was I keep the name of the shop and uh, keep my chair. Right. Okay. And other than that, all my clients are dead. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just I well, get Social a, Security. I don't give a shit. One of the funny things was uh, a, a couple about a year ago, Steve and I went out to go pitch a show where we pay, played uh, gay husbands, mm-hmm. and it was the idea was a couple that's been together for like you know thirty years, and there's no affection anymore. <laughs> right. There's nothing that's. It doesn't right. matter that you're gay because there's not. There's no affection. It's the way yeah. it is. Any thirty year couple is. Yeah. It was, was going to be at the, the. We would never actually touch each other or right. be romantic. At the end of every episode, we'd get in bed and then like have one peck <laughs> and then turn our backs to each other. Yeah. And so it. we went in and pitched it to like our agents and managers, and they're like, "No fucking way. There's no way." And you're like, "Well, why not?" And it's like, "We in order to be to be on TV and play gay, you have to be gay." And you're like, well, I don't know if that's true or not, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so that's what your character is in this show, though, right? It's, a, it's yeah. a gay guy who's been with another guy for 40 years, and there's not necessarily affection, but... No. Yeah, actually, uh, <laughs> you can last, do it, but we can't do it. That's last, what uh, last Tuesday was one of the most outrageous things I've ever heard on, on TV, is uh, <clears throat> one of the characters says, uh, <clears throat> I think Buzzy and Tommy are having problems in the bedroom. Uh, and they said, well, you know, when both of them are wearing sleep apnea masks, it's a little <laughs> tough for face-to-face lovemaking. And uh, uh, he said, yeah, I don't think face-to-face uh, lovemaking really suits their lifestyle. And then he starts to muse, and he goes, unless there was some sort of a wedged pillow situation. <laughs> what are you talking I'm just saying it would open a fella up like a flower. <laughs> you, can, you didn't make those jokes back in Cheers. No, we did not. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, clipped is unbelievably raunchy. I can't believe the stuff we get away yeah. with. Yeah, you're, and and it, and your husband on the show is Reginald Val Johnson. Right? Yeah, Who I love. I mean, yeah. one of my favorite guys from Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. Al Powell. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy. Uh, what a great guy. And, and uh, uh, Max Muchnick and David Cohan are the writers. Yeah, they were Will and Grace guys. They were or, Will and Grace guys. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, how is it like to be back? Is it like what today in the making of a multicam is different than when you guys made Cheers? Like, how is it different now? Um, not much different at all. Yeah. Uh, remarkably similar. Um, the biggest difference is the lack of uh, uh, dolly grips. You know, cause oh, really? every, well, everybody's on uh, these ped cameras, yeah, digital yeah. cameras. 
You know, yeah. back in the day, we had, you know, four 35-millimeter. You shot shoes on film. Yeah. Which is amazing. You yeah. shot shoes on film. Yeah. You know, which is amazing. And now they don't do that anymore. No. Yeah. But is the schedule the same way? It's kind schedule of Schedule's like, the exact same. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's just great. And um, the writing's great. And the kids, I'm the only old guy on the show. Right. The kids, they all play here. And With like Ashley Tisdale and, and, and uh, Pinkston. You know him. Yeah. Right? Ashley Tisdale and Pinkston. Yeah. But the other four... Uh, Mike Castle. Mike Castle. Play? He plays here. Uh, Lauren Lapkus plays at UCB. Oh, yeah, Lauren Lapkus. Yeah, she's great. Um, uh, Matt Cook is a Groundlings guy. Yeah. And uh, Deanna Reasonover, Second City chick. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's a pretty good comedy pedigree over there. Chops for days. Those that, is, yeah. that is, I mean, you know, and you guys really did start it, uh, Second City and then Saturday Night Live. And, uh, I mean, nowadays, most of the shows, it, it seems like everybody's pulling people out of this place. I mean, if you mm-hmm. look on the walls of the I.O. and the Groundlings, it's all it's all the people who are on TV yeah. now. Uh, like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. And, sure. Uh, all of them. Was there a, a, a thing, uh, an idea for that show, the set it in Boston because you were involved? Or <laughs> No, I don't think so. I, yeah. I, I never really asked. I mean, they're going to do a crossover thing at some point, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it, you know, it could be fun, but it, there could be Icky rights issues. Yeah, I'm sure. But they, you were just telling us there t- you did ten, uh, 10 episodes. Yeah, we did ten, and uh, they're airing them now. They're airing now Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. nine central. Okay. Yeah. And so they might pick some more up. Yeah. Well, you know, the hope is they pick up another season, but we've heard nothing. So. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, they, it goes in waves. Where sometimes people, you know, when Big Bang came and everyone wanted to make multicams, and then it swings back the other way, and then people go into single camera. So it's, it's, you know, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think uh, Muchnick is uh, a Kevin Riley guy. Kevin Riley's the guy who runs uh, TBS, TBS yeah. now. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know how many other TV shows are on. I think they'll renew you guys. I mean, it's a funny show. Well, my, my very self-serving uh, theory is it works, yeah. you know. Let's take something that works for yeah. a change and hang on to that and, you know, build out with his other single camera ideas uh looks like they're committed to a multi-cam night with big bang reruns Mm -hmm. and uh if they feel like they want to keep uh, some original programming in that uh uh, tuesday night block then uh they could do a lot worse than a show that works right with george went on it i mean come on right (laughs) right ashley disdale yeah there's the one she's got like 25 million twitter followers i know they said if we get 1% of her Twitter followers, <laughs> seriously, that we're going to be good. Yeah. Then you're in good shape. No, you, I know. Do you guys ever improvise on Clipped? Or also stick to You know, script? they used to, when we first uh, shot the pilot, they were saying, now this is why we cast you guys. We want to, you know, want you to make it your own. And then, <laughs> sure enough, you know, they, they keep it pretty tightly scripted. But uh, that's fine. It's fair enough. I mean, nobody's funnier than those guys. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing I think people... Uh, sometimes don't know is that when you act even when you go into audition for uh, a scripted show like that on TV you're actually not allowed to change any of the words like not even the word the yeah <laughs> they really want you to stick exactly yeah. to the script yeah. it's funny yeah. I did a, a show uh, a guest on a show and I made a contraction out of two words and the script supervisor walked up and said you said it and I was like I know that's what it's in the script and he yeah. said no it's it is and yeah. I was like oh really okay really okay yeah. alright fine I just did uh, Children's Hospital uh, a week or two ago. Yeah. Love and I, yeah, yeah, very cool. 
And uh, I thought, like, it'd be, you know, loose and fast and all that. Uh, no. It was pretty much, They want to you know, say their word? Yeah, they, well, the script supervisor certainly did. And I don't know where she was getting that, you know, other than <laughs> it was in the script, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Um, you're going to go do some theater now. I am. I'm going to do a world premiere, a new play uh, in Chicago uh, called Funny Man. No pressure there. <laughs> uh, uh, it's about uh, set in 1959 in New York about a, an old vaudevillian um, who uh, gets offered a, uh, an avant-garde play. So you're at the center of this thing, then? Yeah, I you're am. the funny I'm man. I'm the title character, yes. Oh, shit. With Tim Kazarinsky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what's the theater company again? North Light. North Light. Yeah. So when's that going to run? Uh, we, our first preview is September 11th, and uh, we Good close day. around... Uh, <laughs> ah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and we close uh, at the end of October. Okay. And uh, is it fun to go back to Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I mean... The old haunts? Things my, have changed. My kind of town. Yeah. You pop into Second City and jump on stage, right? Uh, I, I won't have time, yeah. honestly. I, uh, I keep my game face on as much as possible. All right. What does that mean? Like Because you, you go there and people make you drink beer. That's what will come down to. Uh, right? no, you have to fight against that. No, I just... <laughs> anyway, I hung up the improv uh, boots. Oh, you're done? Hey, kind of, yeah. I mean, f- first of all, I suck at it. <laughs> Secondly, you know, I, I got so spoiled with those Cheers guys sure. that yeah. I was just... It just felt futile. How about the uh, the Spice Girls? Did they improvise a lot on the uh, <laughs> set of Spice Girls? You know, the bad news is um, the Spice Girls were never on board when I was on set. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But okay. the good news is it was me, uh, Richard E. Grant, and Mark McKinney. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So it was really fun, and uh, we also had their trailers. Okay. Yeah, massive, right. massive trailers. With big makeup things for you. Big, and, you know, you want to know what was in the fridge? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yogurt. Oh, what? Yeah, yogurt oh, okay. and, and water. Okay. Did you have uh, some? Yeah. <laughs> I, I also befouled their toilets. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Was Mark McKinney sitting on the other side of the toilet lifting you up? Or <laughs> was, that, was that happening at all? Or no? no, these were not two bangers. Okay. These, okay. these were, uh, these were spice the biggest trailers. ones I've ever seen in my life. Gyms and shit. Yeah, okay. like, the, uh, like a double-decker. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about, uh, I know you were in Forever Young with uh, yeah. Mel Gibson and, and young Elijah Wood. How adorable was little Elijah Wood? <laughs> he was amazing. He had those big blue eyes back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. So cute. So cute. I knew he was going to have a future. Yeah. You talking about Frodo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, Frodo. We got the light. Are we? Are, are we? Uh, are we there? There's another show coming in here. I don't know. Do they uh, know who's in here? On do stage? they know that we're on the stage right now? What the fuck? What's they going can on go ahead there? and start. We'll yeah. sit here. Yeah. We'll just hang out, comment yeah. on their show. Yeah. Now, what's coming in here, James Grace, head of the IO West workshop coming? You, are in. you teaching? No, I'm teaching. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 Just what try to plug it for when we air this, like next week. Looks like it's one fifty-eight. Okay. Wow. All right. So we'll wrap it up then. Yeah. See, I really wrote that question at the bottom there. Elijah Wood. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> hey. Good. All right. Good. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, well, thanks, thanks George. For thanks on. for shooting yeah. the shit with us, man. Yeah, We're huge fans, and uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Beer Fest, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. He should be in Beer Fest, too, right? I will say, Donald Sutherland, who opened up Beer Fest, we, we had rigged a, um, a, a mug with a tube so he didn't have to chug all of his beers, but he was such a method actor that he insisted on actually chugging real beers 
Wow. And he's restricted to, he's confined to a hospital bed. He actually wouldn't get out of the bed to go to the bathroom. And he said, my character can't get out of the bed. Right. So, okay. He's doing it. Yeah, so he just sat in bed all day and chugged beers. Canadian guy. Canadian. You know who else chugged beers in Beer Fest for real? Who? James Grace. James Grace. Well done. Well done, young man. Team Canada. He was Team Canada. (laughs) There you go. Boom. Um, all right. Well, thanks, George. We really yeah. appreciate you, Thank you. Thank you talking with us. And uh, should we chew on the way out? Let's chew on the way out. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com.